Hi, welcome to Bipolar by Coastal, your monthly mental health podcast. I'm Maria. And I'm Anna. And if you couldn't tell, we're twins. Our voices sound kind of similar. So pro tip, if you hear someone who sounds super close to our guest, it's probably Anna. And if you hear someone who likes our guest but has not spent much time with her, it's probably Maria. We're no longer bi-coastal. But we're still bipolar. Forever! Forever. (laughs) Hello, welcome to the show. This week, we have a very special guest, Sammy Cola. Sammy Cola. I, Anna, first met Sammy, what, five years ago now, Sammy? Yeah, 2017. September 2017. Oh, it's our five-year anniversary month. (laughs) Working on uh, a sexual assault hotline together. If everyone could put their little thinking caps on and think back to what was happening in September 2017 around sexual assault, you'll realize it was a really weird time to start that job. But Sammy is a DV advocate a lovely human Do you want to say what DV is, Anna, Anna? Domestic violence. Well, we could say the new term, intimate partner violence advocate, a lovely human being, brilliant, the most thoughtful person I know, and... Second most thoughtful person she knows. Second most thoughtful person I know. (laughs) (laughs) And someone who has, also has ADD and bipolar too. Well, actually, yeah, bipolar as well and probably bipolar too oh <laughs> yes <laughs> bipolar too too that's a little bipolar joke for you all <laughs> this is the audience for it that's this is this is the audience so welcome sammy we're so happy to have you here i'm so happy to be here i feel like this is a long time coming <laughs> i'm at a long time coming we've been talking about this for forever i keep on dangling it I've also been mentioned on this podcast a couple of times. Tell us. <laughs> the first time I think was as you told the story of us being in a meeting and me getting so frustrated in the meeting that I turned my camera off and went and took a shower. I think it was the self-care episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, iconic, like I- icon behavior. <laughs> So now we know, like, if your video goes off and we hear water running, that you are (laughs) pissed. (laughs) And I'll be right back. (laughs) Oh, sorry, my video is (laughs) lagging. It's okay. I've been working on a quick two-minute set, so I'm happy to just jump in during them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. What's next one? Um. Oh, when you told the story of our near-death experience camping. Oh my god. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sam and I almost died together. You can go back and look and find that episode. It's a long story and one that doesn't actually get the responses that we think it deserves usually in terms of people being concerned for our lives. So yeah. So now we just now we just talk to each other about it and no one else. <laughs> trauma. Some things are for trauma. Trauma. <laughs> yeah. Some things are for your ears only, Anna. Did you feel like my response was disappointing about it? No, yours was not. But oftentimes people are just like, oh, yeah. And you're just like, no, we almost died. We literally thought we were going to die. <laughs> so if you all don't know those references, you should probably listen to every single episode that Until we Until you find so. them. Because it's not in the show notes, probably. And tell me if I've you find them any down, more. But... but I didn't remember. If we refer to someone who's like sexy and mysterious, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> yeah. probably say yeah. we sent to the name. Yeah, or our close personal friend, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> or Anne, yeah. Anne, yeah, as we call her. Annie. Um, sorry, yeah. I, we'll get into the episode in a second. Can I tell a quick Anne Hathaway anecdote? Why not? Put it in the title, and we'll just be our most listened to episode. You know? 
featuring right. Anne Hathaway. But in class today for family therapy, the professor played a clip from Rachel getting married without the audio on, which we saw years and years and years ago. Yeah. And and stars Anne Hathaway. And it's a scene with her and her sister, and they're, like, arguing, and the sister seems really, like, know-it-all, and Anne Hathaway seems like the victim in the situation. The professor ends it, and he's like, what was everyone's takeaways from that? Who do you think was in the right, basically? Who was in the wrong? And I was like, I just find Anne Hathaway really annoying, so in my head, she <laughs> is <laughs> the perpetrator in the situation and deserve whatever happened to her. And all the other people in the class were like, I don't know, like, her sister seemed like a bitch, or not that it was a bitch, but they're like, her sister seemed really, like, rude and, like, snobby, and I read the father in the scene as Anne Hathaway's boyfriend, which says bad things for me, I think, personally, but, and they're like, her, the dad was taking, you know, the other sister's side, and, um, and then it turns out, once we put the sound back on, Anne Hathaway was being annoying, and I was right. And I felt very vindicated in this situation. But I'd also seen the movie before, so that probably, I didn't remember it, but it probably was shaping it, you know, for me. Anna says, annoying people can't be victims. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, if you annoy me, I don't feel bad for you, no matter what happens. I thought you were going to, like, use this as, like, a story to shade me for, like, being an annoying sister or something like that. I was, like, waiting for that to happen, but. Maybe later. No. Maybe okay. later. Okay, and let's actually start the episode. This doesn't yeah. matter. Okay, now that Anna's done talking, I guess we're going to start the episode. No, so. I'm sorry. I just shouldn't have talked for so long. I, our listeners will forgive you for talking again on the podcast. <laughs> so on the rest. <laughs> okay, um, I think our first question for you, Sammy, is can you tell us a little bit about your... We'll just jump, jump right in. Can you tell us a little bit about like your ADHD diagnosis and like that story and how it all came to be? Yes. I love to talk about my ADHD. It's such a prominent part of my personality. Okay, perfect, because that's what you're here to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. I remember getting assessed for ADHD when I was, like, a kid. I think I was in second grade. Or, no, I was in first grade. I don't know, like, the reasons exactly that I was sent there, but I just remember, like, going to, like, a little office and, like, playing games and puzzles and looking at stuff at a computer and having this older guy just like talk to me and ask questions and funnily enough I actually recently when my parents were selling my childhood home and we were going through stuff I found the paperwork from that ADHD diagnosis and it just said all kinds of stuff about like I always knew that okay I'm, I'm forgetful I have a hard time focusing I have like low motivation to complete tasks etc but the part that was so interesting to me in that paperwork was like it talked a lot about how, how sensitive I was and my, like how it was hard for me to regulate my emotions and I remember I mean I, I've always felt that way um and anyway so it wasn't what I'm trying to say is it wasn't until then when I was relooking at all this paperwork that I realized that like this like emotional regulation is like a huge component of ADHD. So yeah. growing up, I just was, you know, told that I was lazy, like despite having this diagnosis and my parents, like in theory, understanding what ADHD is, you know, I just would like forget to write my name on tests and get doc points would forget to turn in homework on time, that kind of stuff. And so I, I was given this diagnosis, but I, nobody like helped me understand like what it meant 
to have ADHD. And it wasn't until high school that I got put on Vyvanse for some amount of time and, and that was fine. But I think what probably would have helped me more is having like some kind of, I don't know, just like way of dealing with like tasks at hand or some kind of like coaching around that. So I, you know, I just, I just, I knew that I had it. I knew that there was a drug for it. I took it. I didn't love it. And then I don't know. I just never really like thought about it again. And more recently, this was like, I guess last year now, I was talking to my therapist about how I felt like my ADHD symptoms were just like off the charts and I was having a really hard time with everything. And she suggested that I go back and get tested again for the second time, which why did I have to do that? I don't know. <laughs> but it just, it, it, just confirmed, it just confirmed everything that I already knew. But it helped talking to this psychiatrist who, or she's a psychiatrist, but she just did like assessments on me. She kind of like talked about like a lot of the shame like associated with having ADHD or having those symptoms. And so that kind of led me to just trying to understand what actually happens like in your brain when you have ADHD, like, and realizing like, it's Mm -hmm. not my fault that I like have low motivation. I just like don't have enough dopamine. And so learning about it and what it actually meant. And like a lot of people on the internet doing like education about it, like really helped me like identify really strongly with it. And now like I love talking to people who are like, I think that I have ADHD or like I was told I had ADHD when I was a kid. You know, I think it it's also one of those diagnoses that I think people with ADHD are really good problem solvers, very creative mm-hmm. because we're always like getting ourselves into situations that we have to get out pickles. of. <laughs> little, little fun little pickles. Losing our car. Yeah. yeah. Before this podcast started, we talked for 20 minutes about the times that we all could not find our parked cars. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That is so interesting. I, um, the thought that they made you, well, not made you, that they suggested you doing it. And I wonder what that was, like, what the reasoning behind that. I think that because I was trying to get medication for it, I was oh, sort of to- told that a psychiatrist would thing. want a more up-to-date testing than one that was done yeah. when I was a kid. That makes sense. So you mentioned the emotional dysregulation stuff when you were a kid. Like, what did that look like for you? Like, Mostly feeling really sensitive to criticism. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally couldn't handle it. Like, a lot of crying. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I remember in first grade, I was like, I, I'm crying every day at school. Just, I don't even know about what. But you're like, is this what everyone's doing? <laughs> <It's earlier." laughs> Like, were you yeah. crying, like, sorry, <laughs> that's, like, five following questions, like, how sad you were as a kid, but were you crying in response to criticism, like, from teachers, just during class, or were you, like, trying to hide it, or? Yeah, I think it was, like, I mean, to be honest with you, like, my memories from that time aren't that strong, but yeah, I do know that, like, I would be upset about, like, not just, like, actual criticism, but, like, perceived criticism, and I did perceive a lot of things mm-hmm. as as criticism, and because of ADHD you actually like get more criticism because you're forgetting stuff and you're like losing focus um so any like any course correcting to my behavior like I Mm -hmm. took really hard um yeah is that something that you still struggle with like the emotional dysregulation I know when we did our series with um 
about ADHD last year. Like that was something like a definitely a, a common through line. It's it's so interesting. Like when you hear people talk about ADHD, people who are socialized as women, especially like, it just seems like there's a lot of commonalities in all the different stories. Definitely, yeah. That was what really led me to trying to go back to a psychiatrist to get medicated for it because the time that I was around the time that I was struggling with it, it was also when my parents were getting ready to or they had sold their house and I was like, they were kind of staying in this hotel before they moved into their new place and I was like in between that hotel and the new house that like wasn't really ready to live in and like Mm -hmm. my partner's house and like it like I had my normal routine was gone which I realized was like a huge thing that helped me like kind of stay on track and so when I didn't have that like home base and routine that's when I just felt like I would experience my emotions like in ways that I like couldn't control which to me I was like I I feel like I'm in first grade again like this hasn't happened for a while like this and I think it was because I just um lost that routine that really kind of helps you stay on track with ADHD related stuff for me anyway how long ago was that how old were you um oh this was last year yeah okay yeah yeah yeah, I feel like that's never actually talked about. It's like a symptom of ADD until after, like you say, you start doing like the internet sleuthing and people are like... Yeah, I've heard people call the sensitivity... What, are, what is it? It's like re- rejection sensitivity dysphoria, which, mm-hmm. you know, that's... I don't think that's a recognized by like any DSM or anything like that. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but what either way, it does speak to this thing that perceiving being rejected or perceiving being criticized does literally feel worse for people with ADHD. Yeah, and then, like, you get more of it, so. Right. Like, when you said the thing about forgetting to write your name on tests, uh, like, unlocked a core memory for me. I was like, that mm-hmm. happened to me, like, not writing the date or something and then getting marked out really for nice. it. Yeah. yeah. Like, have you all ever considered, though, like, that maybe you're worse than other people and that's why you get more criticism I, you know actually i have spent some time thinking that, about that. <laughs> i've actually never thought that never not once <laughs> just, i'm just curious like, yeah that's my question is no, i've been on that one for 28 years now <laughs> were there like i guess okay so it's interesting because you got your diagnosis pretty young and then it seems like there wasn't just a lot of talk about it after that. Is yeah. that right? Like it just was okay. So it's not like yeah. Like... I think in some ways I'm kind of lucky that I d- I wasn't one of those kids who was just like put on a high dose of Adderall like yeah in first grade. Oh yeah, just it, it wasn't talked about. So you got the diagnosis and then it was just like okay. Yeah, until high school when the grades thing like started to be a problem. Yeah, isn't that so interesting? As, as soon as you're not, like, checking boxes, like, on, like, achieving for this weird thing that our society values, then that starts, like, being, like, oh, now we need to, like, fix this problem. <laughs> like, like right. it was really emotionally hard for you to not be able to regulate your emotions, but as long as um, you could get into, like, college or something, it was fine. Yes, yes. Our mom says now that the reason why she didn't like take me for ADD testing even though she was pretty sure I had it was because she didn't want me to like be put on medication and so yeah it's like it's so interesting it's like it would have been helpful to know that earlier I guess but also yeah I don't think I would have well maybe I'd be like a manic 
Actually, right. for both of us, maybe it's like we would have been like manic, like eight year olds. Is that a better outcome? There's right. like those commercials well, now for that new like ADD drug that's not a stimulant, but still can trigger mania in children. And they're like, don't use it. It's like, can be bipolar. Mania oh in children is going to be my next band name. I love that. That is a horrifying. I mean, I'm, sh- I guess, like, listeners, if any of you. Because it's not bipolar does start, like it does tend to like present later in life, but actually I think like um, yeah, but it can happen earlier, yeah. Yeah, like I think on Hush Hush Pod, one of them. Yeah, Jess had it happen pretty early. Mania and children, wow! Oh my god, oh my wait, god. and I'm so curious about that now, like bipolar and children. All right, let's let's do it. For let's get year. a kiddo. Let's get a kiddo on the podcast. Yeah, let's find a child and interview them. <laughs> Preferably a child who's manic. Curse. And ideally. <laughs> hasn't disclosed to anybody yet <laughs> let's try to get sued let's out let's child. get sued this year <laughs> yeah let's get sued this year new year new let's us. do it sam um, are you in <laughs> i'm in baby <laughs> well i guess that leads into the bipolar disorder thing so what what was your story with that like i feel like i was and you and Anna are like very close friends, so I get updates on your life occasionally. Mm-hmm. But I think the bipolar disorder is more recent than the ADHD, right? And yeah. So what was kind of your process with getting diagnosed with that? So it was through me trying to seek these ADHD medications um, that oh. I was oh. kind of going over my whole history with with the psychiatrist, um, and she was kind of like has anyone ever talked to you about bipolar? And I said, yes, every psychiatrist I've ever had, in fact, has talked to me about bipolar. But oh, interesting. But I also have, I have ghosted, I have ghosted every psychiatrist I've ever had. Oh my God. But I also have executive function and like issues of being told that I'm a bad person, which is not, not critical of me. <laughs> right. So those conversations like never went anywhere. And to be honest, like, I just, I don't know. I, I was like, me? Bipolar? Like, you know, that's just in, in, internalized, you know, stigma or whatever about it. But mm-hmm. so like, we're I'm not like that. that. So why would you not be like, wow? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like you would want to be like rushing towards it. <laughs> like, wow, it was really fun for Anna. So like, wow. <laughs> I feel like fit, we could like bond and like be close to like actually that's why I have bipolar disorder I wanted to be more like Anna yeah Maria, <laughs> I faked it Maria's been faking it it's, for years it's a long con um I also did it so I could like have this podcast and, like, yeah the variety that comes with it yeah, yeah. And, the fame the fame yeah I you know may or may not be lying to get myself on this podcast we'll never know <laughs> <laughs> just for the cloud sorry anyways we're so annoying so (laughs) you have been told by every psychiatrist you ever had that you potentially had it and then you're trying to get these medications for ADHD right so yeah I'm trying to get these medications for ADHD she's like um I don't know about that you seem depressed and I was like yeah it's because I have ADHD um (laughs) anyway we just we really dug into like a lot of my like history and just like the trajectory of my mental health. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was hospitalized in college. Um, I think that probably was a point where I had, I actually like sought out good mental health services. I think that probably would have been a point where I would have maybe been diagnosed. Um, mm-hmm. But 
Yeah. And so, you know, I'm, I'm having a weird time with the diagnosis, I guess. Um, it, it kind of feels like, it feels like I'm lying when I say it maybe because mm-hmm. I didn't get diagnosed and I was like in a crisis. Like I, I feel like stable, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I think it, it feels weird to say that. Yeah. And yeah. you're one of the girlies who got diagnosed during a depressive episode, not yes. a manic episode. Yes. Um, so that was a year ago? Yes. Um, do you mind me asking about the hospitalization in college? If you don't want to talk about it. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, to. no. I. It's totally fine. Um, so, yeah, interestingly, this also has like an ADHD thread in it, which is that when I went to college... I thought, well, I better get back on ADHD medication because school's going to be hard. Um, yeah. w- was taking Vyvanse, um, got to school, had never felt better. Yeah. <laughs> Living your best life. Yeah. Yes. I thought I was just the hottest girl in town. Because you were. <laughs> um, Confirmed. Yeah, I mean, I just... You know, and I'm meeting all these new people and they don't they don't know me. They don't know. They have like no context for like any mm-hmm. any of my behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like just like staying up all night, um, mm-hmm. feeling like just like my most fun self. I thought like, oh, my gosh, like I was so in my shell my whole life before I came here to University of New Hampshire, baby. Like, probably we're the hottest person there. No, no one's why I was. Oh yeah, um, yeah, right, yeah. 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 So the yeah, our, um, our 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 guest Lily from a year ago, their uh, her partner, partner and Sandy also. worked together in college. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, worked together fam- famously at a. A, a sandwich shop inside of a laundromat and that's we don't have to talk about it anymore but <laughs> that's it that's all you get <laughs> make of that what you will <laughs> yeah so you're the hottest person in new hampshire mm-hmm. yep um yeah. i yeah i was i remember like i would like stay up all night and i was like <laughs> this is so embarrassing i was like writing all of this poetry that i thought was like just you know untapped genius um you know the next big thing really and and sammy will be reading a selection now uh sammy do you want to go (laughs) burned it (laughs) yeah that's pretty oh should i put that on the patreon (laughs) just like a spoken word (laughs) yeah um gosh so And, and, you know, as it happens, like, I, I I don't even really remember, like, what triggered it, but I, like, Mm. just, like, everything came crashing down. I was, like, I could not get out of bed. I was not going to class. Um, I, I just, I, I went from, like, never having felt better to, like, never having felt worse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, I... This is something that I really never talk about. So. We don't have to. We don't have to. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm okay actually talking about it. Yes, we can talk about it and we can okay. cut it too if you want us to. So Okay. 
And also, yeah. I love you. <laughs> love you I too. love you too, and You're I wish I could, really I could hold your hand. <laughs> We're recording in the same place Thanks. right now. Yeah. And, we're, and Anna and I are going to share stuff in a second that's also very personal and similar. So okay. you're going to feel validated in a second. Cool. <laughs> no problem. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I felt like, I felt like I was like really never going to be okay or something. And yeah. I had a, um, <laughs> I like had a suicide attempt. So that put me in the hospital. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, Sammy. Yeah. It, it really feels like so long ago, but like, yeah, when I talk about it, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> no, of course. The first, like, no, actually even still, like the first maybe 10 or 20 times I talked about my hospitalization, I could not get through it without like crying and being like, maybe I didn't right. want to talk about this. It's really yeah. hard to talk yeah. about and yeah you're really I mean god it sounds like so trite but like you're really brave for sharing it with us and thanks I feel like very yeah, honored and also yeah. just very glad that you did survive yeah me too yeah, me too me too uh, yeah, that's like a really um like scary time to go through it as well because you're so far away from everybody right exactly I didn't really have anyone who even really knew me that well at that point it was like halfway into freshman year of college yeah and they knew like the version of you that you had never even seen before exactly as well yeah, yeah. exactly um and I mean I was I had so much shame and embarrassment around the whole thing that I I never like I really never even told anybody. Um, my parents obviously like came up because I was in the hospital and stuff, but we didn't really even talk about it that much. Um, yeah. But I did um, get kicked out of school. <laughs> so I had to go home. Um, and yeah, I just kind of continued to be depressed and um, went to a therapist the first therapist who brought up bipolar to me actually and mm -hmm. I don't know we just for whatever reason never got there I I was just only focused on trying to get back to school and I thought that like the yeah. reason I, I thought that the reason why I was unhappy was because like was because I was away from school in that environment that I had like in theory become so myself yeah. and I was like really right. still in that like story um yeah yeah and yeah it's I mean there's just a lot of even still like the shame embarrassment stuff like comes up even when I even just say the words um so yeah it's yeah. probably just it'll probably feel like that forever okay well um we I don't have um, for the for the listeners I don't have the plus version of zoom because I work in an industry where we either use Skype or nothing at all. <laughs> um, and so uh, we just had to start a new Zoom meeting. So apologies if the, if the tone feels uh, different. They said, I've heard it now. <laughs> they said, boring. Can you hear me? uncomfortable. Um, well, I really appreciate you sharing that. And I also feel like that's going to be, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just, I hope that for, yeah, I hope that it gets, 
easier to not necessarily talk about because it's like your story and whatever do what you want with it but like at least to think about it you know like as you share it because I know like that's tied up for a lot of shame for you but like at least from my perspective like to me like I'm just like thinking about how resilient you are that you went <laughs> went through like a mental health crisis you're first year first semester first of year of college that's and then wild transferred like had to go to howard community college <laughs> Sorry. i should know that's part of the story but like went to <laughs> community college after that far away for no reason um and yeah and why did you go to hoka when you could have gone to the best community college she didn't want to fucking see anyone from country rockville in her was <laughs> i in my right mind maria was <laughs> i making the best decisions at that point i think you did actually because it was really weird seeing people from high school as i was like oh you guys are I was supposed to be doing something different and I'm in the same place. Great, great. This feels good. Um, yeah, I didn't have fun in high school, <laughs> yes. but somehow we've ended up here together. Cool. And cool. for them, <laughs> most of them, it was like they were working and paying credit by credit to eventually get to an associate's in a four year, whereas I had just like squandered a scholarship because it was mm-hmm. like ADD, depression. I mean, who knows? Like, just fumbled the bag a little bit. <laughs> like, we all have different facts we're all in the same place now recording on this podcast but yeah like i don't know just like extremely resilient and like i have always been in awe of like how empathetic and thoughtful you are about these things and like it just gives another layer of insight to like oh this is part of why is like you've been through some shit and you've like you understand people who are going through some shit and yeah just feel very honored that first of all you're friends with me but second of all that you shared that with us like that yeah me too (sighs) thanks guys you You always know just what to say (laughs) and honestly like I I was you know thinking about this before I was you know I knew that I was going to talk about it and I was just anticipating feeling like really overwhelmed but I have to say I feel pretty um just actually grounded in like claiming that that was my experience and um I, I appreciate everything you're saying it's also interesting not interesting our brains are very good at making us feel very bad but the fact that you don't feel like you can claim the bipolar diagnosis is very bad because it's, i know that's so, it's so textbook <laughs> literally um, right you're like, like i had um, euphoria and then i crashed and then <laughs> felt the best I yeah ever, yeah when you said like, i felt the best i ever felt and the worst i ever felt i was like Mm -hmm. like check 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 check. yeah yeah like um I don't I I don't know how well you remember this summer that we met Sammy but the night that we met was the night before Mm -hmm. Anna and our friend our friend and then and then Anna realized that I might be experiencing uh yeah a hypomanic episode or or they thought we didn't know the word hypomanic so a manic episode and yes I feel so much shame around our entire relationship for that reason yeah Anna was so mad at me (laughs) like so mad at me okay this is this is Um, wait this is like four years ago yeah yeah yeah. and like I thank god like thank god for our brains doing stuff like this but it's like I I'm like physically like so uncomfortable talking about it but like I remember being like very pushy towards like our Mm. friendship 
Um, mm. And, like, I'm sure I was quite aggressive because I was quite aggressive towards, like, most people in my life at that point. Mm. But, yeah, but the, it was a similar feeling that summer for me of being, like, I am hot shit. Like, I mm-hmm. am in my element. I was still in D.C., so I wasn't, like, really in my element. I still know that I, like, shouldn't be in D.C. But, um, like, <laughs> yeah, like, the best I've ever felt. Then I was in the hospital, and then I was, like, the worst I'd mm-hmm. ever felt, like, when I was depressed. And, like, the feeling that you're talking about, not knowing if you'd, like, ever be okay again, and, like, just really hopeless. Like, my depression is also mm-hmm. quite hopeless. Yeah. Like, that's kind of, like, one of my Same. main symptoms. And crying mm-hmm. a lot. Well, that's the idea. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then Anna, like, <laughs> was also, like, in hospitalized and stuff like that, too. So. Yeah. And you only... I yeah. Mean, no, sorry. Let me not be flippant about this, but I tried to hurt someone else. Well, a lot of other people and myself, to be fair, but like not in that. Mm. Like, yeah, I just, I know that a lot of people listening are gonna really relate to that and have already like written and shared stories like that, um, and like, yeah, it's like it's. I mean, we've already done like two episodes on shame because like it's so much of it right like you just don't do things that you it's huge you don't feel like you feel like the most yourself but you also don't recognize yourself at least i sorry i'll speak for myself like i don't like didn't necessarily recognize myself afterwards like it really challenges like your core sense of sorry it really challenged my core sense of self to be like with the mania but more so with the depression where it's like i think of myself as a pretty like positive like optimistic person and that's just and like you know who enjoys doing things <laughs> and that's just not who I was when I was depressed and I was depressed right. for so much of my like life that it's like how do you separate those two things out right totally I just wanted to speak to what you said Maria too and like truly if I could take away like any shame you feel around like our relationship I I would because I have I don't know. I mean, I, even when you were not yourself or whatever, however you would want to describe being hypomanic, um, like I did just like you, even though you were pushy, like I still liked yeah. you. <laughs> okay. That makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah. I was the only one who was mad that to be honest. No one else was. Right. Yeah. yeah. And Sammy, wouldn't you say, like, that during that time, like, you were probably also hypomanic? Like, that was right after you were, like, coming to ending a relationship remember. at that point? Yes. And and actually, this is maybe one thing that was maybe didn't feel great at the time. But I think looking back, I'm actually grateful for Maria. You were like, you need to break up with your partner. <laughs> That's just Maria. She wasn't manic. Was just and Maria. I did. <laughs> but you did but but it was yeah. true it, it, but it was true I did need to and we did and it was better after that and we um, invited Sammy on so that Maria could tell her I told you so did you want Maria did you want to say it like, <laughs> no I don't want to say so. <laughs> that's good I'm glad um, that was helpful for you Sammy <laughs> Maria is like, it's like it's not visual. We're gonna Maria's we're like, gonna put the visual part on Patreon, Patreon because Sammy's very good looking. So <laughs> I think it's worth it for how miserable Maria looks right now. She is having the worst time talking about this. 
Uh. <laughs> I know, I know, I get it. I mean, just to to join you, like Maria, I I can't even look at my my college room- roommate who was my roommate that freshman yeah. year when everything happened. I can't even look at their Facebook page without like wanting to just disappear, like to go into uh. the other. Um, Maria, do you want to I talk a little bit whatever. about why you're so embarrassed about it? <laughs> no, I mean, I have, like, not great memories. I remember I was, like, had just come out, and I was like, oh, Sammy's yeah. hot. We went to, like, a – was it a gay bar? I don't – Yeah. There were a bunch of gay people at that bar, at least. <laughs> yeah, we were, like, dancing, and they like, got mad at me that we were dancing together. Um, yeah. And then started talking to our friends about it, and I got mad that she friend, was talking to our friends. singular, outside, not near anyone. <laughs> I'm sorry, like <laughs> – this podcast really paints in a bad life. A lot of the time, like a lot of okay, time. well, you asked me to explain it. <laughs> and then beyond that, I remember when I, again, like, not great memories. I remember we went to, the, to a party together, like, with your friends. And that was fun. I actually, yeah. that was fun. I, I don't really feel bad about any of that. No, that was really fun. <laughs> I rode my bike. But then I remember, and I, I really hope this is wrong, but I feel like it's not texting and being, like, <laughs> at some other point and being, like, Uh, it's just like so not me um just being like if you like want to hang out like let's hang out but if not and like not even like in a like romantic way like if not like just tell me like whatever oh Oh, maybe gosh i don't know good it didn't happen so that's why i don't remember and um (laughs) please don't look through our text messages in fact delete my number i'll give you i'll give you a new one to be fair like manic maria was like a force of nature you know so yeah, I just rode my bike around DC. Just, just like for him. Yeah, just going just to parties and dancing. Yeah. Yep, yep. But you know, <laughs> that would be that. Fuck. I'm glad that. You yeah. Too. We had fun together. Oh, <gasps> Sammy's Sammy phone left. Died. Sammy's phone died. Oh, guaranteed. Sammy's phone totally died. Every time. Sammy's computer is <laughs> great. Sammy's computer is so old that they couldn't download zoom onto it so oh sammy's here welcome oh. back Did your party's oh, here i don't know i don't know it's like never happened before when we... just telling Marie every time we facetime um one of our phone dies that's everyone who's ever FaceTimed, though. Okay, that's not you. like because it really did happen literally every time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, anyway, I was going to say that. Oh, Anna, when you were like, you know, we we think Maria's maybe manic. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, okay, all right. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. To, to be fair, at that point. Sam and I weren't friends. We were coworkers. Right, we right, right. Like, we weren't friends. Right. So it wasn't I was, like, confiding, like, I don't know, my sister's being, like, so different to usual. It was just, like... Actually, we'll yeah, I guess that was later on that you told me that... Yeah. What and had happened. Like, oh, in hindsight, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I just... I don't mean, mean this in an invalidating way, but I just, like, I wasn't, like, oh, my God, like... <laughs> that's no good wild yeah. that you're bipolar i was like oh okay sure like yeah all right <laughs> it's okay yeah. and, then, and then we met up and i was like no problem this is normal like i get it people act like this sometimes yeah 
Yeah. I mean, you guys were also both in, like, really similar stages in your life at that point, too. So we were, also, yeah. Like, I feel like you were, like, vibing on that level. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'm glad that we all talked about it. <laughs> yeah, let's hang out sometime. Yeah. Yeah, we should, come, we yes. should go to New York. Yeah, we will. Oh God, we will. No yes. one ever comes up. All right, I'll Come keep in. bothering Anna about it for until we go. <laughs> well, I have next Saturday off, so maybe you could come. Oh wait, this coming weekend. I actually am, am going to be there, but for a wedding. So. Oh, so I should wait. probably just stop by then. Yeah. <laughs> hey i know your wedding's in five days um i do have a friend that just lives in the area and i have bring her, her while, so... we'll share a place <laughs> oh no jersey i mean jersey. honestly yeah, i'm in jersey <laughs> i honestly should bring my own food to weddings i had you can't eat anything yeah stomach pain afterwards yeah and sammy too um, actually sammy yeah me too depends so so about your guys's dietary restriction should we spend the next <laughs> The last 15 on that? My or? other diagnosis that I've really not shared much on the pod about is um, IBS. IBS. Um, and it really affected my sophomore yeah. year of college. Day to day, that's um, the that's the most impressive one. The, sh- the shame, especially, around that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And talking about it has been so freeing, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's good to find so your community. Free. <laughs> oh, can I share a story with you all? Cut that out of the podcast, Anna. I did not <laughs> agree that we were going to talk about being gluten-free. That was good. That was good. story. Oh, today I was eating a bagel with white fish salad on it, and I got a bone stuck in the back of my throat. And to get it out, I had to like reach into the back of my throat, and I got it. It was bleeding. It was like bleeding, and then I, I pulled it out. and I made myself throw up. Were you alone? I like had touched. I was with my two friends. We were sharing one of them. One of them I was sharing the bagel with, and then um yeah, I threw. I haven't thrown up since I was like, my senior year of college when we, during senior weekend. If you remember, you haven't thrown and, up since then. Oh, sorry. Just for context, we were just sick. We were very ill. <laughs> yeah yeah that makes yeah. it sound a lot more fun oh yeah that, it does no and i got <laughs> extremely sick because we went into the river by our school naked naked so we got really cold and raining it's really cold that was a tradition everyone did it but we got sick on the way everyone else did. no problem yeah we kept going back in which is on us um but us. oh that's a deep cut well, maybe we'll release that video someday shout out to sexual assault oh, awareness in um, um what was I saying? Oh yeah, the but, yeah. Fish. And so I was I was around people, but I haven't thrown up in so long. I didn't expect it happening because I, I don't drink. And, Wait, so um, yeah. I threw up on my sweatshirt in Ew. the sink. It was in the sink. Oh. I knew I had to go into the sink to see where the bone was. Oh. Okay. But I threw up like my sweatshirt was like I'm not wearing it currently. I'm wearing <laughs> a different sweatshirt. Right here, uh, your kitchen sink or your or bathroom sink? No, it was the restaurant's bathroom sink. Oh. Oh, and then how did you get the throw up out? As someone who has was... guilty scoop vomit out of a sink before, not their own, mm. Mm. Uh, it, the people get went... mad. Yeah, it doesn't go down the drain like that. Mm-mm. Mine was, it wasn't that much, and so it did. But... So did you stage the whole thing to show off your gag reflex, or what was the... You want to see my gag reflex? I thought you were thinking that maybe you staged it because you're like trying to show off like your gag reflex. <laughs> No, I was in the bathroom by myself. I didn't expect to throw up. Oh. It caught me by surprise. I was trying to get the bone out. Oh. Damn, talk about trauma. 
Okay, anyways. That's really, thank yeah. you for sharing that. That was really brave. I just thought it was, I don't know. I feel closer to you personally. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad that you survived. That's and I scary. did that while stable. <laughs> God. Yeah. That's impressive you have been thrown up since college. That was, what, like, five, six But I can remember. Um, anyways, okay, so, well. so what are some specific examples of how ADD uh, affects your life? I'm just kidding. Okay, okay, I want to validate again the imposter syndrome thing. Mm. Have you read like a lot of bipolar media, or like in or like? In- no, no, I actually. So you, but this might be the jumping okay. off point for that for me because I probably would have never really talked about this had you not said do you want to be on the podcast so oh my god we should have been so much sooner i know well okay so you've been listening the podcast has been around for like three years so you've been listening mm-hmm. right oh Since yeah the beginning yep so when you were when you've been listening to it has it have you ever been like that's me like have you ever yes like okay <laughs> <laughs> um next question <laughs> um you guys know the thing of when you say you have bipolar and people say I think I might be bipolar. Like yeah, Leah knows it's my main thing. Well. I it's my main thing. I didn't want to do that thing. Sammy, Samantha, <laughs> Sam. Well, people usually do that to me. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. I'm like okay. Yeah, t- say more. Yeah, I actually don't. If anyone's listening. Saying that, I'm like, it's. I don't think it's a bad thing that people I don't do think that. Either I feel like when it's a bad thing is like you start dating, you're trying to start dating right. someone, and they're like, oh, I've thought this, and I've never sought treatment for it, and can you like figure right. this out for me? And then you're like, um, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Even then, though, I mean, I didn't do anything about it, but it's good to know, like, off the jump. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, better than them them just being like. <laughs> yeah. <I think> too. <laughs> but yeah. Um sorry, you were saying. Um so you've been listening. I've been listening. Like, yeah, I want to be that person. Yeah, I don't know. I think I just had a little bit of like a a shame block around it. Um yeah. and I also have always been I think pretty good at like not letting the people like closest to me fully like in to the experience and so I I really the fear that I have is that I if I tell my friends that they would be like really like well I don't I don't know if I believe like I literally feel like people would be like I don't believe you yeah I'd be like, that doesn't sound like you yeah well I'm excited for you to start if you want to start telling people for the reactions, because for the most part, people react a lot better than you would think. Right. Yeah. You were there the night that, like, one of our coworkers, like, liked an episode of this podcast on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It was, like, during the beginning of the pandemic, and me and Sammy were actually, like, being quite good about not, like, seeing other people. It was yeah. like, May or something of 2020, and... um one of our coworkers like liked one of our episodes and I was like mortified because 
one, this person has, like, said some really harmful things on mental yeah. illness, but two, like, the episode was the one about, like, <laughs> the wildest bipolar stories. <laughs> was the one yeah. Was, like, oh, my God. Talking about, like, some really... Iconic. You know, I'm not even going to mention the part that I'm most embarrassed about, because I mention it every fucking episode. Go back and listen, but you'll know why <laughs> I was, like... Maybe yeah. I don't want everyone to know that who I work with, especially this woman who does not get along with me and does not like mentally ill people. I was like bawling. So yeah, Yeah. I get why it's like scary and shameful. And anyways, you've seen it, but yeah, Um, it was fine. We never talked about it. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) true. I mean, I will say like, I mean, I, I was, I was hypomanic, I guess. Um, like right before COVID hit yeah and I do remember at that time actually like listening to those episodes and being like man like I really think I know what mania is or hypomania is and I and like I think I I don't know it was it was like I was in one of those phases you remember Anna when I was working at the strip club and I was working at the sexual assault hotline and I was like (laughs) truly not sleeping like I would go to work and and you Mm. had your like Sorry, back to the gluten free yeah. thing. You had your bladder stuff, like where you oh, were in yeah, so much yeah. pain at night that you couldn't sleep. Yeah, I had like horrible, like overactive bladder <laughs> problems. I wasn't sleeping. I was also like playing a lot of shows when I was still in the yeah. band, and and I was like truly doing everything. And oh, what was the moment? Oh, so this was one night at work at the strip club where I lost it, screamed at the top of my lungs at these people who. I thought were being rude to me which like when I look back on it now I'm like oh they just like weren't interested in like tipping tipping me right (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I like I thought that I was so justified in like yelling at these people Mm -hmm. and I I just remember that moment specifically like feeling like whoa I don't recognize myself and I think I, I guess there I don't know what episode I had listened to at that time but there was something about the like not recognizing yourself like thing where I I don't know like I I connected with that yeah you know do you feel like too like with like the ADD stuff like that you had just like gotten like really good at masking stuff like that so good yeah not to like make it about me but I knew you then and like you you confided in me eventually but like we had known each other for like years at that point we're very good friends I how I was where I saw Maria go through it. Yeah. And I still did not like register like, oh, Sammy's not okay. Yeah. I don't think anybody did. I remember my roommate at the time being like, I'm kind of worried about you like mm-hmm. a little, but I think that was only because we were in such close quarters, but nobody yeah. really mm-hmm. noticed. And that's also part of why I think it's hard to say. Cause I'm like, yeah. well, if my bipolar friend didn't notice, what could I really have been? I, you know, I mean, you know, Oh, no. <laughs> I'm the problem. No, 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 no. Not no, I mean. was just, like, so... I didn't notice Maria had it either. Right. Well, I didn't want anyone to notice. Like, it was it's, yeah. it was by design. It's, it was so deliberate yeah. to not be no, not be noticed. Damn. But can you say more about the, like, the masking with ADHD and, like, how that translated over? For me, it just looked like... I don't know just like feeling so like like sensitive to criticism and all that kind of stuff I felt like I could never like share that like I had to keep it in to be accepted and to be liked and stuff and that's really kind of been like how I've functioned a lot of my life and so I just felt like I had gotten like just a little too good at 
like not looking like what needed anything and that I had things under control. And that goes back to childhood. I think actually a lot of how did I get the the most attention and love from my parents. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's just in, it's in so many things. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. This was like such a good conversation. Like I'm yeah. so glad that yeah. we did this and like, I'm so thankful that you've, been so but Marie, sorry did you have a, like a final question or and I joke about like all of our friends having like severe mental illness and it just being a ploy for us to get them on the podcast but it just which um like a hilarious joke that's not true um don't worry about it but <laughs> people are like scrolling through our Facebook friends like mentally ill mentally <laughs> just outing people it just yeah whenever we're like oh we don't have an episode for next month let's let's get someone on but and then we just like go through like who has a, a severe mental illness and like, <laughs> hat on. Um, and this week was Sammy, but I was just thinking like it makes I don't I have you Anna like you're my bipolar like community at this point, but I don't talk to anybody else about it like regularly. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it makes me want to like it makes me want to like have a little group chat, a little group chat or something. Well, like we have that. the Facebook mm-hmm. group. We do have the Facebook group. Oh, yeah. Great. Oh, my God. I did not mean for this to be a plug. But <laughs> if you use? think you might have bipolar, if you're like Sammy and you've been listening and you're like, hmm, that kind of feels like me, we do have a Facebook group, a secret Facebook group. So it's – you can't – Nobody will no know one that, can you're see that you're on it. Um, besides the people who are also in it. And facebook.com slash groups slash bipolar by Coastal Secrets. We have, like, discussions about all sorts of things on there. We also are going to be doing an episode on shame in the next couple months. So, oh, sorry, you we almost want to contribute on shame. We we've recorded half of it, but if so, if you have anything that you want, any stories that you want to share about shame or anything like that, or questions or anything, you can ask them at bipolarbycoastwatchgmail dot com or on Instagram or on that group. Since Sammy was so vulnerable and so smart and so well spoken and thoughtful, and is now, I can see. Anna's most thoughtful person that she knows. Told you. <laughs> I think we're not going to do the voice memos this episode. The video version of this will be on our Patreon. And edited. really hot. I think we mentioned that too. So hot that... <laughs> I have gotten pro- progressively more detailed yeah. since <laughs> we started. <laughs> that so is hot so it literally started a fight between Anna and I, which is... <laughs> let me know how I'm doing. <laughs> Looking great. I just got these bags. They're good. They're really good. (laughs) They're good. Yeah, if you're on Patreon, you can leave comments so you can just comment like on a scale from one to ten how hot you shoot your shot, y'all. Yeah. And don't tell me unless it's a nine or above. (laughs) And then I don't. She is very sensitive to criticism, as previously mentioned. (laughs) Yeah. If you have anything bad to say about me, I would say text your friend. Don't tell (laughs) journal. Talk to your psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah, but Sammy, you have various things that you do. Do you have anything you want to plug? I'm off the grid, you know, but I am trying to run away and join the circus and become a trapeze yeah, artist. Trapeze. Um, so that's that's my new thing. And the plug is just, you know, w- watch what happens. <laughs> and maybe one day I'll... <laughs> the plug is I'll the join circus. the circus. <laughs> Great. Cool. Well, I think that's it for me, Nana. Do you got anything? No, I'm just like so honored. And also, Sammy, thank you for fulfilling the cry quota for this episode. That's really important. We can't stop recording until someone cries. So 
I am literally so good at that. It's maybe the thing that I'm best at. Normally, Anna beats me. Even episodes where it's supposed to be the ones where I'm being really vulnerable, Anna starts crying. I just pull focus. You can't beat me. As Anna knows, I go to group therapy and I literally am always crying and usually the only Yeah, I want to do an episode about your therapy. It's really cool. Sammy goes to individual and then group with the same um, therapist. We should talk about that sometime. But not on the pod. We'll do a group therapy episode. Why not? We'll do a therapy episode. (gasps) Well, we'll have a bunch of people on. Oh, panel. Oh, okay. A panel. That'd be fun. Okay. And <laughs> this has been a long one. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Love you, Nanners. Love you, Sammy. I'm so happy we got to hang out. Love you, both. Me Rate too. Sub- Let's hang out again in person. Yes. Yeah. Rate, subscribe, review. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Love you. Oh, Anna. No, we have a we have a, a review to read on the podcast. Yeah, we do. Okay. New review. New review. <laughs> could be you one day everyone oh and thank you so much to hannah dorfman who does our music to mia thoreau who made our original tile art eb davis Davis, who makes our current tile art and um you all for listening and we have a review and i'm gonna find it looking for your next podcast this show has taught me so much if you're looking for two really smart thoughtful loving people who care about being accurate and being kind look no further the guests they bring on are top notch confirmed (laughs) yeah i'll say (laughs) the breadth of topics they cover is astounding and i'm so pleased to get to share into some of the love these sisters have for each other false as someone without bipolar i've learned so much about the community and about myself so thank you Come on. That's so sweet. Who wrote that? that? Critic number two. Wow. Or go to our Apple podcast and you write a review and then we'll read it out on the pod for you. Happy spooky season, everyone. Happy October. Woo. Bye. 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 This is Minicat. Aw. But you've met Minicat before. Yeah. 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 Oh, she's purring for you. Oh, thank you. Can everyone hear the purr? And that's soothing. I can't hear. <laughs> I okay. believe you. Sounds good. <laughs> if you're a listener, so people can hear. Let us know. <laughs>